This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Gilmore Vibe here on Cliff Center. I'm very excited to be back on air this Friday at 1 p.m. So remember to tell all your friends, your relatives, and all your blessers that Gilmore Tea is on air every Friday at 1 p.m. here on Cliff Center. You can also download the application on iOS and on Play Store, and also you can live stream on www.cliffcentral.com. And Tune in to listen to what's happening in Zimbabwe. So this week, I'm with this incredible individual. She's a motivational speaker. She's a coach. She's a lawyer. She's a Mandela Washington fellow. Her name is Miss Nomala Nganjovu. But many people call you Miss Noma, right? Yes. Why do you, why do you call yourself Miss Noma? I don't know. I wanted something short, catchy, vibey, something that somebody can always remember. So I went for Miss Noma. Ah, vibey like the Gilmore vibe. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's good. Tell me what you've been up to because you've been doing quite a lot of things in terms of your work and all that. So work has been good. Um, I've been continuing with my training. We've mm-hmm. been doing a lot of executive training and we've been training a lot of um, CEOs. So wow. I've really been having fun with that. It's been amazing. You know, communication is a very key aspect of our lives. And mm. I think a lot of people don't take it seriously. So that's been going amazing. And we're also planning some business expos for young ladies. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple of young ladies, um, ladies brunch that are going to be coming up. Mm. Very motivational. We want to inspire all the young women in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. And hopefully later on, we'll do it in Africa. So I'm nice, really nice, excited nice. about that. And you're making money in the process, right? Oh, yes. We have to make money. They say if the outcome is income, then it's business as usual. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I mean, I was sitting someone actually we're just having a conversation before we started this uh on this thing of when when you offer a service and someone doesn't want to pay a certain amount that you you, you charge them it's okay for you to say no you know what you can go to the next person oh yeah because i'm not your possibly i'm not your um what can you call it i'm not the right person for your job oh, so yeah. if you can't afford me it means i'm not the right person i'm yes. not the right person also there's another saying they say if it's too expensive for you then it's not for you exactly Wow, <laughs> you're trying to give us some knowledge. <laughs> you're giving us some knowledge. Well, I'm learning, I'm learning, you're learning, you know. Yeah, I'm also learning. I think every day is like a learning curve for me. Like, sure. I'm discovering sure. stuff about myself, I'm discovering stuff about the industry that I'm operating in. And uh, the same thing that you're saying, if it's too expensive for you, then it's not for you. Sure. You can't afford. But if you find yourself being able to afford Miss Norma or Gilmore Tea, it means that's okay. Yeah. Not that we're fancy, <laughs> but you, we work, we work with. You have to work, man. Like, we work, we invest so our time. So we, so like, yeah. <laughs> we invest so much time in making these things happen. Yeah. So let's just catch up. So Miss Norma is going to join me throughout the show, uh, and we're going to just uh, give you a rundown of what's happening in Zimbabwe. And we're, right now, it's election time. Yeah. There's like so much energy so much going energy. on. So and, much energy. Um, what what <laughs> what have you seen? I almost choked. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I think when when the week started, I was a bit. I was actually asking myself, like, how come I'm not like you know buzzing like everybody else about elections? Mm-hmm. But there's so much that's going on. I mean, the streets are filled with posters. There's posters mm-hmm. everywhere. There's some you know presidential candidates that I didn't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing their posters <laughs> and I'm like, okay, who's this? Yeah. So we, there's lots of posters going on. There is a lot of campaigns that are going on. People's cars are painted red. People's mm. cars are painted with like their different political parties. Like you literally cannot stand on the road. Yeah. And um, like every car, like maybe every one in 10 cars, mm-hmm. every one in 10 cars actually has a poster. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting, I think, for me to see because... I was just saying to my friend yesterday that he, uh, my friend didn't register to vote. So mm. 
I was asking him, I'm like, what are you going to tell your kids? Mm. He's like, you know what? I, I didn't take like the whole registering thing seriously because I was busy at that time. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like one of those moments where everybody's excited to cast their vote. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to see like what is going to happen. Like mm-hmm. I want to see what's going to happen. So I think it's a, it's what, what do they call it? I think it's, it's, um, it's historic. That's it. It's, it's a, it's a do historic you actually think moment. it's historic this time. I, I, I don't, I don't catch that far. I think I think the thing that what's making it different is that we have okay, I mean it's the same party but we have mm. like a we have a different president we've got different faces you know yeah, so yeah. it's not like the Even old with the MDC alliance yeah, exactly. it's, yeah, it's, it's not more than Changarai, mm, it's Chamisa exactly, exactly. Kate, it's not Robert Mugabe mm-hmm. it's Emerson Nangabwa exactly. right. so I think that's the buzz that everybody has where it's like totally different people so everyone is really excited to see what's going to happen and you know mm-hmm. the president has um, declared that these are going to be free and fair elections so I think everybody is very hopeful everyone mm-hmm. is really hopeful mm-hmm. that when they cast their vote that everything is going to be fair so i think for me that's that's the historic part and everyone is happy it's it, everyone there's no violence at least I'm people, excited, seeing. Yeah. people are excited so and monday is going to be a holiday so everybody has to vote so if you didn't okay. register whoo. but for me you know what, what what i find really uh fascinating is just that um there's 23 candidates, presidential candidates mm-hmm. that are competing to, oh my goodness, to get a vote. And I'm just thinking to myself, uh, what if all these independent, whatever, uh, could just come and support one? Let's say if you exactly. are a believer of ZANU PF or you're a believer of MDC Alliance or MDCT or I don't know the other part, the other parties. Why don't you just support this one particular mm. person and then we all sort of like bring our energy together? Because exactly. right now with 23 candidates. Oh yeah. The, the whole thing is just divided. So it's going to be very tricky mm-hmm. to who to vote for and yeah. who to go for. I think, I think you know, for me, it's one of the things that we, we've been speaking about with my friends to say that I think out of all these candidates, mm-hmm. we actually have like a top three. Like mm-hmm. we have a top three that everybody is buzzing about. Mm-hmm. But even like the number one, sorry, number two, number three, if all the other parties could rally together exactly if they rally together and they actually had one party i think they would be like more powerful mm-hmm. they'll be extremely powerful all right um yeah so you you know i would like to know what you guys think about these elections especially when you're in zimbabwe how is the buzz for you and for those that are overseas and you're just looking at everyone talking about uh the elections on social media how do you feel about it i'm just wondering because i had a conversation with a few people and i asked them don't you feel left out and like oh no i feel left out uh because i'm not in zimbabwe i wish yeah. i could be in zimbabwe to actually vote and make a decision and mm-hmm. for me this is my first time that i'm going to be voting i've never me voted too, before me too, me too. i never bothered to register yeah. i never but anyway by that time i was in, i was in school right true the last time we voted when was that That's a very, <laughs> i think so i don't even know was i in the country i don't think i was in the country then that's way back, huh? Mm-hmm. So this is the first time I'm voting and I'm excited about it. But my worry is just that none of the candidates, especially the presidential candidates, have sort of like um, presented anything that I feel like I uh, I sort of like um, subscribe to. True. Like their visions and their manifestos and everything mm. like that. It doesn't hit anything in that's me. That's true. And that's so true. that's my worry right now. I think, I think for me also... Maybe it's like what? I don't know if we could say it's African politics, but I think one of the most important things is... Whenever you mention a candidate, you need to be able to say this candidate is equals to these kinds of policies, mm, you know, mm, or this mm, candidate mm. is passionate about this and this is what they're going to be um, rallying for. Mm. So I think the game of politics, I mean, right now, everybody is like wanting to be an MP. Everybody wants to be this. Everybody wants to be that. But mm-hmm. I think for me, the most important thing is what exactly are you going to be bringing to the table? Exactly. I mean, I've been exactly. listening to a couple of voice notes 
from different presidential candidates. I mean, mm. at least for me, it was like at least the top three that I think um, could win. Those are the ones I've been listening to to really find out that, you know what, when I actually do cast my vote, what exactly am I casting my vote mm, to? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. And I think that's the thing that um, we as Africans or we as Zimbabweans need to really listen to or to think about. You know, we need to ask We need to ask those important questions. You know, what are you bringing to the table? Yeah, Who are yeah. you? What are you going to do? And after we've voted for the person, mm-hmm. the next question now or the next expectation from us is we want to see you yeah, actually see putting exactly. that into action. Because exactly. I exactly. think like after after elections, sometimes like everybody relaxes, you know, and we expect miracles. But yeah, the that's thing the thing. Is leadership so is about, yeah, leadership, you're, you're supposed to be, well, you're serving the country, you know, mm. we're not serving you. So mm. I think that's that's also like a very important thing. Yeah, yeah. But also at the same time, do you, th- do you feel like Zimbabweans are going to cast a vote for, uh, I mean, for the, for the manifestos that have been presented to them, or Zimbabweans are just going to simply cast a vote because they just want change of yeah. face. Yeah. I think, what do you think? I think Zimbabweans right now just want change. Of face, right? <laughs> like, like we don't even care, like, oh, manifesto or no manifesto, just change of their face. <laughs> Every, I, I think right now everyone is, I mean, like, I, I think there is like a couple, of course, there's like a, a, a good percentage that are going to focus on the manifestos. But mm. I think the majority People have different emotions. Others exactly. are just like, you know what? I don't care who goes in as long as it's a new person or I don't care who goes in. I want this person. So mm-hmm. different people, I think right now, different people have different reasons why yeah, they're going to yeah, be voting. Yeah, yeah. For me, I just feel, like I said, I'm not very excited about the whole voting thing. I thought I was going to be when I registered because when I registered, it took me like five minutes to mm-hmm. do this whole registration thing. And then I was so excited about it. But then I feel like most of the candidates just waited maybe uh, until maybe oh, one yeah. month before oh, yeah. to start talking oh, things yeah. that make sense. True. I saw Nelson Chamisa on her talk on BBC. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just naive mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't make any sense at all. Um, also, there's Emerson Nangagwa, there's so many banners across the country. Mm-hmm. But then the question is, all these banners and all these things that you're saying to us, you're saying, he's saying things that we want to, to hear. Yeah. But then again, it's just a party that he's, he, he is in that people are saying, do we want to see the same party <laughs> going forward with us? You know? Yeah. So it's all these things and I'm just like, I'm in between. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's how many days before we start voting? I think it's about three days or so. Three Thursday, one. Yeah, yeah, three days. You're right. You're yeah, right. before we days. still we start mm-hmm. voting, and we're still not. Mm-hmm. I'm still not made up on who I'm, I'm going to vote for. Yeah, I think for me, I'm also deciding. Like, I'm You're still, still deciding. I'm still, I mean, I, I know who I'm definitely going to go for, but for my own reasons, also, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. my own reasons, I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Let's try that. Let's try that. Let's put that there. So I'm excited about that, and I, you know, I think for me, what I'm hoping to see really is. Free and fair elections. That's what I would really love to see. Because mm-hmm. I think I think the definition of free and fair, in my opinion, right now with Zimbabweans, I think it would be a very diver- diverse results. Mm. They would definitely like if they're free and fair, the results are going to be very diverse, and mm, it's going to be interesting what we're going to see. Um, what kind of Zimbabwe I am hoping to have after 30 July elections? Um, I think that's a very difficult question for me because I don't put all my hopes up in Zimbabwe based on leadership and based on elections. While leadership is very important, I think there's something about society that needs to be fixed. So at least with the divisiveness of politics, it has brought up so many wounds about tribalism and languagism, racism, culturisms. So I'm just hoping that after 30 July, we realize that 
we actually are the majority of the nation and if our people together we can just change our attitude and be more accepting and be more hardworking and see that we actually have a big part of the responsibility and not the people who are in August House. Yeah, that's just me. No matter where you are from, we are happy. Let's build our nation. The Zimbabwe that I'm hoping for, it's a Zimbabwe that has got like a good good economy and which is which doesn't uh, have race uh, discrimination. I'm hoping there's going to be a different kind of sunshine in our country. Definitely as youth, you know, um, we've experienced so much pain. You know, we can see it in our families, in our parents, you know. They experience so much pain because they can't do anything, you know, for us. And especially some of us, we're going to school. You know, many of my friends are coming back overseas. And I also was one of those victims. And, you know, it's just a helpless situation in our country, especially to do with money. You know, there are no jobs, you know. My dad is not going to work mainly because of this, you know. So I'm just hoping there's going to be a different vibe, you know. There's going to be a different change. Whoever is going to win, you know, we're hoping they're going to change the country for the better, you know. And less corruption, you know, in our country. We just hope, you know, we all have dreams, you know, as youth. We have so much dreams. And we just want to make those dreams uh, a possibility and a reality, you know. And we're hoping, you know, with these elections, we're gonna have um, we're gonna have that opportunity to to shine and also make our dreams come true. And we, I also hope there's gonna be peace. You know, whoever is gonna win, people will accept. And that person who's gonna win, you know, they shouldn't be selfish and they should work on what people want and in changing this country. We want a country whereby everyone can afford healthcare. Everyone can afford to have basic education where we have roads to drive on where it's normal to have my 16 year old child to get a license and be driving by the time they turn 16 a country where i have the same opportunities as everyone else where my qualifications actually matter to get the job that i deserve i want um a zimbabwe that is democratic i want a zimbabwe that has a freedom of press something that we've been struggling to have um, here in Zimbabwe. I work in media, so there's nothing more important to me than freedom of press, us being able to criticize and applaud the government for every work that they've done honestly and, uh, you know, not, uh, not, not fearing any consequences. The other thing that I would expect is a rise of gender equality, especially in the workplace. Now, we are a patriarchal society, so there's a lot of things uh, when it comes to uh, gender equality that we're missing. There is a great improvement, but of course, there's still a lot more that needs to be improved and that needs to be done as well. The other thing that I would expect from uh, Zimbabwe in the 30, uh, in the after the harmonized elections, which I'm hoping will be harmonized after, after all, um, I am also hoping for diversity, you know, um, a world and a Zimbabwe where um, everyone is equal, um, salaries are equal, uh, women are not uh, put down because of, their, uh, because of their gender. That's the Zimbabwe that I'm hoping for.
So from the things that you've seen in Zimbabwe, for you, or, 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 I mean, along all these years that you've been alive in this country, mm. uh, what five things would you feel like these things need to change? Mm. And I'm hoping they'll change soon after the 30th of July. Mm. Mm. Five things. That's a good question. I think for me, number one, I really think we need to invest in our... They need, we need to invest in the young people, our, mm. our, the youth. Because right now, Zimbabwe is... Zimbabwe's got so many talented young people, but most of them are outside the country mm-hmm. because we don't have the we don't have like a lot of platforms or infrastructure in the country right now to support those um, mm-hmm. Zimbabweans. Number two, the money thing, mm-hmm. the money thing. You know, the, our economy needs to become stable. I mean, we we need to stop this. Um, like right now, people don't have money. You know, no, they don't. like it's 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 become the new norm that you. Go and like maybe get money from um, the black market if you want cash. Yeah, so yeah. definitely the money, the money thing um, definitely has to change. And then I think number three, I would really love to see a bit more heart from the president or whoever is going to be like the ruling, the, the 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 ruling party. Heart in terms of you know actually really worrying about our citizens because yeah, yeah, there, there yeah. was a, there was a video that was going on around that i saw last night of kids in a school like somewhere in the rural areas they don't have a school it's literally just ground mm. and the kids meet there and they, the kids are supposed to pay fees and so, they get chased and they out of school but and there's no school to there, is no out school. Of there is there is no table there is no chair there is just a, a, a board. And so I think for me, those are the things that I would like to see. I would really like to see change being brought even to people like in the villages mm. and young people being given platforms to express themselves. I mean, right now we're living in a, I mean, everything is technology, you know, yeah, platforms sure, being created sure. for um, young people to discover themselves, to explore their talents mm. and opportunities been given. And then also maybe also on the business aspect, you know, um, the, the president has been saying that Zimbabwe is open for business. For business I would yeah. really love to, you know, see also like in, in terms of our, our statutes and in terms of, you know, basic things like registration. I mean, mm. I think registra- registering a company in Zimbabwe is expensive. really expensive. Yeah, I went, I went to the company <laughs> registry because I, I'm trying to register another company mm-hmm. and uh, they told me they want, uh, First, I went to a lawyer at Lazarus and Sarif. Now I'm mm-hmm. giving them free advertisement. And then mm-hmm. they told me they want 500 US dollars. Uh, then I went to another guy. He told me he want 250. Yeah. I mean, it should be cheap to register. Yeah, because I know, I know in Botswana, um, when I when I used to live there, registering a company was like very basic. Like I, I'm, I'm sure it was under 200 dollars. I stand to be corrected. At that time, sorry, under 200 bula, which is 20 dollars, or let's just say 30 dollars. Yeah. And I think registering a company really needs to, like, you're you're creating a platform for somebody to be able to also, you know, transact and do business exactly. with corporate exactly. And, and, exactly. and things like that. So mm. if it's basic, already from there, you know, somebody is able to start something, they're able to run. Even exactly. our roads, you know, even like... Uh, the infrastructure the infrastructure, and all that. Mm. Infrastructure, um, I mean, you know, there's there's so many things, but I think the most important thing is for that accountability. And then another thing also that I would really love to see is our, I think our our, our government systems, our government institutions, you know, mm. having a bit more order and efficiency. Okay. Order efficiency, you know, where it basic things like getting your passport. Yeah, it shouldn't easy. take forever to get Getting a passport. Getting an ID yeah, needs to be yeah. something that's very easy, you know. Dealing with um, the the cops on the road, you know, there needs to be like that. Maybe like to rebrand even our policemen, you mm. know, so that the policemen mm. are actually mm. out there. They're mm. respectable mm. when kids are looking at them. I mean, I was actually thinking the other time. Well, this was way back. 
mm-hmm. when cops used to stand on the road a lot. I used to think to myself, you know, there was a time when we were young when kids would be kids would look at um the policeman and they're like, you know what? I want to be a cop. Yes, I want to be a nurse. <laughs> I want to be a nurse. But yeah. now when you when you see them, all the kids are like, Oh, okay. So because the kids are picking it from the parents. So they're yes. the parents' comments. They're not interested in being cops. Mm. The last part, I don't know if I've gone to number five, the, our hospitals. All right. Our I've health, had, a, yeah. our, our health sector. I mean, I've had an experience with going to the hospitals. And I think for me, you know, when, when people are in pain mm. and there's no medication, the mm. doctors are frustrated. The doctors are tired. The doctors don't have, like, like mm. it's mm. a, mm. it's such a, a, a huge system that's supposed to just work and just function but it is not functioning so people are in pain people are dying it's like that one i really think we really need to invest in the in Mm. in our health sector when when you talk about hospitals i was in Arari at the time and um driving down parinyata Mm. the portholes in that area is ridiculous parinyata the street that goes to the hospital parinyata There's so many potholes, and I'm thinking to myself, so if someone is in pain and they're in an ambulance, and the oh, ambulance yeah. is, is driving so fast because oh, yeah. they need to go to the hospital, what then happens if they hit these potholes? Yeah, that's true. We're bound to have accidents on top of another accident. Yeah, so simple things as such, just fix the roads. Mm. Fix the road that's, that's going to, to, to a place like, like Parinyato. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fix other roads also, just not Parinyato, but let's fix our roads because I remember we're our, bound to have our accidents. road to my house. It's, it's had like portals for days. Mm. And then sometime last year, I think, sometime last year when there was like a rally. Yeah, it was last year. I think there was mm. a rally. The road, like from, like the full road, like when you pass particular robots mm-hmm. going into like um, my neighborhood where, um, I think at that time the prison was going to pass. Uh-huh. The road is like, like it's a good road. Like now yeah. we know once you get here to the house, the road is good. But if you turn now and you're going inside the house, bad. and then it's it's bad, you know. Then wow. it's it's added again. So I think for me, you know, I would really love to see because I think at the end of the day, that's what the, that's what Zimbabweans want. Mm-hmm. Zimbabweans want to come home. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. A lot of people want to come back home. Zimbabweans want to come home, yeah. but then and Zimbabwe is like a very diverse country with so many talented people. Exactly. And I think this country, in like you know, in a short space of time. Mm. People would be shocked at what Zimbabwe would turn into mm. and the talent that we have would just turn this country around. And I think, I think for me, that's what I would love to see. I would really love wow. to see, you know, all Africans now coming to Zimbabwe and visit and visiting us, yeah. Yeah. you know. So when, when you touch, when you touch on that, uh, one thing for me that I feel like needs to be sorted is, uh, domestic, uh, tourism. Mm. You find that how it's so difficult for, for you to actually oh, yeah. just travel oh. within Zimbabwe and to, uh, to get into these places. So oh. bad if we cannot, Get into spaces that are we're supposed to promote as Zimbabweans. How then mm. do we promote? Exactly. You go to Victoria Falls, you're told you're told it's seven bucks to get into the falls and just see the falls. Mm. If it's not two bucks, trust me, a lot of people mm. go to Vic Falls just to watch that. So mm. domestic tourism needs to be boosted in Zimbabwe. Oh, yeah. It needs to be made as accessible to the locals. Yeah. And it needs to be much cheaper. Exactly. My yeah. friend and I were talking about this two weeks ago actually. There's a video that I was watching about the I think it's like one of these trains like it's a nice fancy train that goes to it, it moves from victoria falls yeah. around Blair. it's a beautiful train yeah and when i saw it i was shocked i'm like there's a train like this that passes by zimbabwe i would love to get on that yeah but you see in terms of the pricing it's 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 it's, it's expensive it's ridiculous like a lot of people cannot afford to do that and we're yeah. talking about yeah. how we've been i was talking to him and i was saying you know it doesn't make sense for me to say to people, okay, I've been to Cape Town, I've been to New York, yeah. I've been to DC, I've been to Tanzania, I've been to Zambia. 
But I cannot say I've been I to mean, anyway, Cape, yeah, exactly. I've been to Mvuma, I've been to Great Zimbabwe. Like there's so many of these places that you haven't been to because it, like the cost, the hotels, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. not priced mm-hmm. to suit the locals. The locals. So then, then it becomes hard for you to even go outside and talk about. Is, isn't it embarrassing when you're in, in, in the US and then someone says, oh, "You know what? I've been to Chinoy Caves, Shimani, Mani, what, what?" And then you're like, "Chi what?" Because you've never been to these places. Exactly. Maybe you know about them, but mm. because the Zimbabwe Tourism Authority needs to make sure that these places are easily accessible, accessible. for locals, exactly. and locals are able to also sell their country mm. by mm. going to those places. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's something that I think in Zimbabwe we need to fix. Yeah. Big so time. for us, definitely this year. Um, that's one of the things that I definitely said I'm going to do uh-huh. to go and see Bingar, Vumar, you know, Chinoy Caves, whatever it is, just to say I was there, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's the most but how many places have you been to in Zimbabwe so far? Thank goodness. I've been to Vic Falls. Of course. Yeah, a lot of people have been to Vic Falls, but some people have never been to Vic <laughs> I mean, I still haven't done Kariba. Oh, well, I, haven't done I haven't done Kariba. I haven't been to Chinoy Caves. I haven't done yeah. Zimbabwe. I mean, there's quite like a lot of places that I haven't <laughs> been to. So this year I decided, you know what? This year in 2019, I want to be like a, a tourist in my own country. Yeah, we need some. Mm. We need some. A tourist in my own country. Mm. That's mm. important. After 30 July, the question is, I'm expecting, I mean, a whole lot of new changes. I'm expecting some progress altogether. I know changes usually takes time, but I'm expecting a whole lot of progress in terms of also maybe the money circulating back within the system, uh, our economy being liquid again, and just, you know, things just having a new perspective altogether and hoping maybe there will be a real change after all it's been 30 it's been 38 years eh? still been waiting for real change so over and above everything that's what i'm expecting and what am i expecting as well i'm expecting to to see the youth empowered to have youth uh in better position of power because without them in person who then is looking for our own uh what should i say our own uh our own interests because a whole lot of people that are also well within the power spaces right now they're a little bit old they're a little bit old so to say so i'm hoping that at least a whole lot of youth will be will be into power into into these into political positions of power the zimbabwe that i want after the 30th of july's elections is a Zimbabwe way I can access my money freely, way I don't have to pay a certain percentage to get the money that I've worked for. I want a Zimbabwe whereby women and children are well protected because our society doesn't necessarily protect us women. And I want a Zimbabwe way we can actually express how we feel. And I also want a Zimbabwe way whoever is in leadership is going to be accountable for when it comes to the things he has promised or she has promised. That's the Zimbabwe that I want. After the elections, I'm hoping for a fair Zimbabwe. Fair Zimbabwe in that people can say what they want to say, express themselves the media, can do what they're supposed to do without being limited, without getting into trouble, by the, without the government controlling them without being censored and without propaganda. I'm hoping companies will begin to employ people instead of giving them short-term contracts. After the elections, I'm hoping our industries will start working again because they've been shut down for a very long time. After the elections, I'm hoping the government can finally 
start listening to people instead of control trying to control people after the elections i'm hoping that zimbabwe will be restored to what it was and what it is supposed to be i think there needs to be reconciliation first before anything else we need to be to have a government which is able to bring all the tribes of Zimbabwe together. Like the Nderelas, the Shonas, the Vitoris, everybody in Zimbabwe must be, be able to send as one. And also, we need to have a government which is able to provide, to solve this case situation that's happening in the country currently, and also employment, infrastructure, and a whole lot of things. And also, we need a government which is not a government for the people, not a government for any particular party or ZANU-PF supporters or MP supporters, a government which is able to bring unity to the people of Zimbabwe. Personally, I'm hoping for a, a more optimistic Zimbabwe, you know, a more hopeful Zimbabwe, you know, where people are not afraid to dream and, you know, actually go about chasing those dreams regardless of how the political outcome would be. You know, I think after um, um, November 17 when um, Gabe was um, taken out of power we saw a period uh, in a short while people started to believe again they thought anything was possible and I'm really hoping after these elections we get that good that feel good factor actually you know get people excited again get people thinking about the future about what they can build what they can dream and actually achieve because you know a positive outlook changes everything whenever you're chasing uh, you know a goal or an objective so i honestly just want to see people believing again that will just spur on the economy because you know when people are thinking positive the economy and speculation on the markets tends to to a, a very positive outlook the zimbabwe i would want after the upcoming elections in short is one of inclusivity. I don't mean inclusivity in terms of just engaging with the international community or with even people here on the ground, but one that says if we are to engage in a multi-million project or investment, it will have such a ripple effect that it will affect positively that person that I walk past every night who sleeps on the ground and covers themselves with the cardboard. So the inclusivity I mean is that if we are to engage in anything to better ourselves as Zimbabweans, I would want that that we engage in to positively affect those who are less privileged and those who may not have a say in policy making and etc. So the, the type of Zimbabwe I want is inclusivity in that manner and also in the sense that the person who stays in Borodale and the person who stays in Budiriro, or in terms of Zimbabwe, maybe, uh, in terms of Bulawayo, the person who stays in Pumala South, and the person who stays in uh, some park, Gweru, the person who stays in Copa, the person who stays in Kopi, all those people can still live and talk to each other in harmony. So that spirit of inclusivity is what I want to see, and that is what I hope to be the one thing that comes out of the coming elections. Is the one that has um, improved and increased standard of living in Zimbabwe for Zimbabweans. Um, for example, our standard should be that tissue, and not newspapers that people are using. That's just not right. And also we have, we have standardized 
uh, wearing which is not right as well we should be able to get into into shops and buy new clothes I also want a Zimbabwe where I see smoke in the air from the industries and not people telling us what they will do or what they wish they will do but we see just like what uh, one uh, author says that you know what don't tell me just show me so we want to see smoke in the air I also would like to see rural areas developed electrified and with uh, piped water as well or with solar panels whatever they can do but to electrify the rural areas and also fair wages for for people according to their education even the lowest educated person must get a must get a job i also pray that children go back to school because now children are dropping out of school and getting into sex work because now there's no they don't have school fees their parents can't afford to pay school fees for them um i thank you and there's something that you touched on when you said where you stay usually when the president is coming in or is passing by they fix the roads yeah. I, i think one other thing that we need in zimbabwe is for us to have permanent solutions sure. because we seem to have these temporary solutions oh, where yeah. we only fix the roads and when you fix the roads it's not even proper time yeah. it's like just we fill up the, the roads <laughs> and then soon after maybe six months down the line mm. the potholes are bad Back to so we need uh permanent solutions for yeah. our country yeah. not just these temporary things like oh we're going to have a bond mm. that we're going to use but we need our own currency yeah, we need right. our own uh infra- we need our own infrastructures to be sort of like uh boosted mm. we need our own youth centers to be put oh, yeah. in place oh, yeah. not only for them to be you know painted because we are having the Africa what for Africa youth games Africa youth games whatever those yeah. yeah no but we need things that actually work yeah. for us as a people and things that are going to remain you know, I permanent think when 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 you're touching on that um one of the things that I always appreciate I stayed in Botswana for quite some time mm-hmm. and one of the things that I appreciate I think about um Botswana is that You know it doesn't matter what people could say. I mean we could say it's it's difficult to get a permit now in Botswana and stuff, mm-hmm. right? But the thing that I love about Botswana is that Botswana has policies that protect the citizens. Yeah. From a basic things like if you're passing like if you're crossing the border. Mm-hmm. You know like a, a a person who's a Botswana doesn't have to stand like in a long queue. Really? They have to they have like their own so by virtue of them being a citizen of Botswana they know that they can just you know just it's pass through so that's a basic like it's a mm. it's like these mm. basic little mm. benefits that they have mm. that you as a foreigner cannot have and i think that's one of the most important things that we also have to do in zimbabwe where we can be proud of our you know be proud of the fact that we're zimbabwean yeah. we have policies that are placed so that you know you you benefit as a zimbabwean you benefit as a zimbabwean not one person only benefiting from something you know i was when was this i think oh we when we went to south africa yes when we came back i mean from the moment you arrive at the at the, at the airport the atmosphere just changes you yep. know now it's all about you know you feel like i'm in my own country but yeah. now it's about what is inside your bag What did you like back? you have to think about that and you feel very insecure you all can Exactly you feel you like you literally just want to grab your bag and go cuz I was like what did you buy did you buy a laptop did you buy They a give you hell. did you buy and you're thinking to yourself but I'm coming home like I'm, am I not supposed to be I mean if you mm. go to South Africa you get to the airport you're excited to be in South Africa because you're yeah. like okay now everything here is going to move free and fair no one is going to ask me whether i have three laptops or yeah. two laptops and you see how south africans have their own queue and we as the rest of the exactly. world the rest of the world queue. yeah so wow. we, i think those those are like little small things that really need to start being you know start being put into place and i think even when people are working the issue of 
customer service. That's mm. one issue that I'm very passionate about. It's customer service. And I, think we, Cust- I think we have lost that uh-huh. somewhere in the in the mix of um, what's this word? In the mix of in the mix of corruption. Yeah. In the mix of everything, you know. I, mean, I think we have too many problems, but we're caught up in so exactly. many things that we, we forget. Exactly, we forget basic things. I mean, passing just by the border, you know, people will be frowning. Everybody's angry. Everyone is like doing <laughs> people this. People are angry. No, <laughs> people are angry. So it's like, oh, guys, like, can we just? You know, welcome to Zimbabwe. We have, I mean, if you pass by the boat border, those women are, okay, fine. I mean, maybe you might have a few problems here and there, but you yeah. know what? Everyone is happy. Everybody is trying to make sure that they grow, they're promoted and things like that. I would just like, you know what? I want to stay in my own country. I want to fly in and out as I please. Yeah, I come yeah, back home yeah, yeah. because you know, you know what? I'm going home. It's home. It's it, home. It, Zimbabwe needs to feel home. Exactly. Not that we just say home because that's where I was born, but mm. you need to feel at home. The moment you enter the airport, the exactly. moment you're at the border, yeah. coming from whatever country you're from, you need to feel that first class. Mm. Uh, mm. You don't want to feel like a second exactly. class citizen. Because we feel like second class citizens in yeah. our own country. Yeah. So our service providers need to up that. Yeah. I think it just goes back to, to, to like you touched on the hospitals. We need to be able to have uh, hospitals fixed. We need to be able to have our border systems fixed. Mm. We need to have our, also, we need to uh, sort of like rebrand our nurses, oh, yeah. our teachers, our policemen. Because when growing up, a lot of people be like, ah, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a, a teacher. But right now, that's not even a profession that anyone mm, wants to mm, be in. Mm, but those are the people that make the nation run. Oh, yeah. A teacher. Oh yeah. For us to be able to sit here and oh, yeah. speak this good English, it's a <laughs> teacher. It's a teacher, exactly. But for us to be able to have, uh, you know, to move up and about, it's the nurses. Mm. But then we have sort of like degraded these people exactly. to, the, to the to the point that we don't even look at them as people. Mm-hmm. We just don't, we don't care anymore. Yeah. I think we also need to give them like the salaries and the the honor that they deserve, you know, mm-hmm. the respect they have. I mean, when we were growing up, teachers used to drive, yeah, you know, yes. nice cars. So when you looked at the teacher, you thought to yourself, "Wow, you know, yeah. that's the teacher. That's Mrs. That's Mrs. Bani Bani, Bani, Bani you uh-huh. know, and 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 stuff." So that was that was really interesting. So I have like six more minutes with you before okay. I actually let you go. Um, I'm still touching on on, on a few things. Um, what one thing do you want to see immediately being put into action after the 30th of July? Whoever gets into power. Hmm, that's an interesting question. Very interesting. Money. Money. <laughs> I think for me, eh, we really need money back in the bank. I mean, you know, I think it's the, the whole, the, the economy and the, the bond and the black market issue is a, it's a very sensitive um, issue right now in Zimbabwe because I mean, they've spoken about they've spoken about the 15 billion yes. that apparently was put back into the system. Oh, is it back I mean, in the system now? I, I don't I don't know much about economics and and things like that, mm. but I'm sure if 15 billion was put back into the system, we would have seen like a major difference. Yeah, yeah, a big difference. So what I think happens me, to the 15 billion? Actually, I have no idea. I have no idea what wow. happened. There. But I think for me, the money thing is definitely something that I want to see um, being implemented. Like, mm-hmm. I would really love for us to go back to a place where you could go to pick and pay and it was not an issue for you to give the teller $100. She changes you your money. Money was there. Mm-hmm. I think for me, that is the one thing that I want to see. The easy, easy transaction of yeah, money. Yeah, easy yeah. transaction of money. I mean, you know, it's painful. Right now, um, queues. There's queues like every single morning. Everywhere. Like every single bank. And for me, when I look at people standing by the queues, I always think to myself, I do not have the time to stand in a queue for five hours every single day so that I could get $50, so mm. that I could get $40. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, people need money to transact. So I think for me, that's like my number one biggest 
thing that I want to see so implemented do, tomorrow. Do you feel we should con- continue to adopt the US dollar or we should have our own we, currency? No, I think we should. I think we should go back to the US dollar until things are stable enough for us then to bring in our. So it means then that our government needs to be in talks with the United States of America so that we start using the US dollar and we keep up with the current. I always ask people and say, what happened to all of the money that was there in the system? Because I mean, it was flushed out bit by bit, right? But wasn't like a minister who was found with uh, 4 million US dollars Piles and piles of them. When I'm struggling to get a hundred dollars, then somebody's of four million pounds of dollars and he was, arre- was arrested. Yeah, mm, that's a lot of money. So, for me, number one, money. All right. And he wants to see the money back into the system. I want to be able to give you twenty dollars. I want you to be able to give me a hundred dollars. And that, me- I mean, once people have money in their pockets. Why, 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 that's a way to go. Mm, that's a but way then, to go. when you talk about that, there's a colleague of mine who's here from the DRC, from the Congo, and then. Um, he says that he finds life in Zimbabwe very interesting in, in the sense that people hardly have money on them. Mm-hmm. People can transact with, on their phones, they can mm-hmm. use their cards. And then he was like, he said to me, that's like, he, he feels that's like a, a good security measure. Mm-hmm. But to, to us, we don't see it in that way. We're yeah. forced to get into that place because of the True. situation that True. now we have to have our money on the phones, True. on the cards. But many people that come from outside, they always look at us like, wow, you guys are so advanced in terms of the technology. <laughs> You don't use money. Like even in the US, you hardly have someone with hard cash because you use your true. card, you use whatever. Yeah. So do you feel like the situation has forced us to get into this fast-paced yeah. way of, 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 of adopting to using we have, technology we have, we have. while at the same time I complain that we still want hard cash? You no, know, I remember when like the whole banking system started. I remember I was at Pick and Pay and um, there was a lady who was like by the till, um, mm. a grandmother. Mm-hmm. And she had her, like her ATM card. And you know, mm. she was like saying, I have absolutely no idea how to use this card thing really? because our system really has been you know grandmother will just go into the bank she's her money, her money uh-huh. so when she goes shopping she just does her shopping with, with money so I think it forced a lot of people especially the older generation mm. it forced them to get their game on in terms of just basic <laughs> ATM card how does my ATM card work and right. even um, eco cash I remember I had to like do some tutorials with my mom to say, this is how EcoCash works. Wow. This is what you do. This is how. So now, now she's a master of EcoCash because yeah. she's mastered it. So I think, you know, maybe you're right. In a way, it's not. It's not, not as bad yeah. as it is. It's not as bad because you can have money on your phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like in the space of like a week or two weeks, I can actually bypass that and only have spend what? Maybe just ten dollars that yeah. you have in your pocket yeah. because you just use your phone. Yeah, yeah, everything. It's a, but it's also a security measure because right now it means even if you're mugged, when someone mm. steals your phone or they steal your your card, they don't know your password. But exactly. if they steal your wallet full of money, it means you have lost maybe ten thousand oh, yeah. bucks. Oh yeah. So in some way, it came as an advantage to us, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's a forced advantage that we had to That's adopt to. Like um, yeah. Right. Mm, like it's a good yeah. way of looking yeah. at life that That's way. That's true. All right. So this is a Gemotti vibe, and we've got Miss Norma in the house. She only has a minute to go. Unless if she wants to stick around uh, and we chat about what's what we are hoping to see in Zimbabwe, what we want to see happening in Zimbabwe. So um, yesterday, or is it the day before yesterday? I was passing through the National Gallery and then I saw um, posters of of of, of uh, the current president of Zimbabwe, Emerson Mnanga, got pasted all across the National Gallery. <laughs> yeah. For me, I thought maybe whoever was doing that, it's is that not like uh, vandalizing, or is that not like? Because I know it's a, it's a government building, but is this what do we want to sort of like? Um, what if someone is of an opposition party and they're getting into that building and then they see all these posters of the country ruling party? How should they feel about yeah. that? Should we advise people to go and stick their posters everywhere, or should we restrict people from sticking posters on certain buildings? No, maybe I, I think maybe restrictions wouldn't be so bad, but I think 
on that topic for me, I think it goes back to, you know, issues of us as Zimbabweans going to a place where we can begin to respect each other and respect our differences. Yeah. Um, understanding that, you know what, I, I might not like purple mm-hmm. and you may like white. So the, the fact that I like the color purple and you like the color white doesn't mean that, it doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah. It just means that you just have different, different preferences. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you may like fries and I might like salad. Mm. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. And I think for me, that's like a culture that, that's a culture that I think we need to really start inculcating from kids and as we grow as adults to say, mm. you know what? It's okay to be different. It's okay mm. for you to have a particular preference and it's okay for you to have like freedom of speech, you know, yeah, to be able to yeah. express yourself and say, I like green, I like white, you like purple and for everybody to be okay with that. And mm. I think if those, um, if that is inculcated in our policies, then you know, when you see a post, if there are no posters in particular places, everyone moves according to that. Because I think right now, everyone is pasting everywhere. Yeah, there's posters everywhere. And I was actually asking myself, like, I saw a couple of cars that had some posters, you know, and in my brain, I was thinking, huh, I wonder how the removing is going to be. <laughs> That's what right. I was thinking about in my mind. I was right, like, I wonder right. how they're going to remove that. Unless they're like, giving money for them to actually, you know, uh, then, yeah, okay. remove all those things. Mm, I, I did Possibly think about that. they're giving them. money for that. I did think about that. Maybe I should have also put a poster on my car. Mm, I'm yeah, thinking about it I, now. Yeah, I, I would have made some money. Yeah, actually, you're right. As yeah. an entrepreneur. Yeah, entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. No, in, you see, Zimbabwe has also forced us to be very entrepreneurial. Yeah, yeah I was I was telling my other friends in boss, like, you know what? I uh, know. I think there's like a, a, a joke that's been going around that being being a Zimbabwean should be on your CV. Yeah, you should put it on the CV. <laughs> like it's, it's a life skill forever. It means if you go anywhere, you will survive. You know, it's true. If you go anywhere, you actually are gonna survive because I think it's it's taught us to be bold and for us to just go out there and be like, you know what? I can't get a job, right? Mm-hmm. If I can't get a job, what can I do? Exactly. You know, you get I on the internet live. and you go there and yeah, you make things yeah, happen. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it's forced yeah. us to do that. But it's yeah. a good thing, you know. It's a good I, thing. I have a friend. She's uh, she's in South Africa, uh, so she. She's Zimbabwean, and then she says when she went to university in, the, in, in South Africa, I was about to say the US, in, in South Africa, she, there was like an electricity cut, uh, in, 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 at the university, and everyone was panicking, everyone was dying, oh my god, we're gonna die. And then she just asked them, where is the generator? And then they showed it, she went and she started it. And then from that time, they're like, oh my god, Jesse is amazing. <laughs> and then she was like, to me, you might find that ridiculous because everyone was panicking, everyone was about to die because yeah. there's no electricity. But then I was like, I come from Zimbabwe where we have to make things happen. Like right now, it's like, Speak. There was no electricity from yesterday mm-hmm. at my at my place until this morning. Yeah. Um, but then you learn to do things. You learn how to do stuff. People have gas stoves. People have generators. People have firewood. So for her, she was like she was shocked at how people were screaming and yeah. fainting because there's no electricity. Yeah, yeah. And think, in Zimbabwe, yeah. you just electricity. I mean, not that it's a good thing. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying. We should lack electricity and mm. water and basic needs. Mm. Those things need to be fixed. Mm. But then Zimbabwe has taught us to be very <laughs> resilient, proactive. You know, whatever yeah. happens, you make it. You make it happen. I mean, oh no, Zimbabweans, we've been through so much. Mm-hmm. But I think it's um, it's exciting. You know, we really. I mean, this week is going to be exciting. I think next week Monday, everybody's going to be tweeting. Yeah. You know, if you didn't put a finger on your status to show us that you voted, you know, we're going to feel like. You're the traitor. You're the traitor. You're the traitor. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be exciting. Thank you so much for 
inviting me on the Gilmore Tea vibe. Perfect. Well, we need to have you more here, and we're just encouraging everyone, every young person, every Zimbabwean, to make sure that they go vote come yeah, the 30th yeah, of July. Yeah, Polling yeah. stations are opening from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., and I'm we encourage you to there. go vote. Oh, I'm going to be there early. So, I don't like lines. I don't really you don't like, like that? I say, like, literally near <laughs> the polling station. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm like uh, maybe 100 meters away from uh, it. I think so for me, it's like almost vote. just a minute. Just a minute. Just a really? walk. A minute I just walk and I get in there. So, I'm mm-hmm. going to vote. Mm-hmm. And uh, make sure you go cast your vote. What should we expect from you in the next? Um, let's not give you five years. In the next one year. In the next one year. Yeah. Ooh, wow, interesting. Okay, so we've got like the website is going to be launching very mm-hmm. soon, um, mm-hmm. around September. Do you give us that? Uh, I'll give I'll give it to you guys like later when I come back on the okay. show. Right. So the website is going to be launching, and we're going to be having different pro- programs for young ladies, mm-hmm. and everything is going to be centered around helping people to inca- to improve their public speaking, yeah. helping people to imp- you know improve their interview skills. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be doing a couple of series online on mm-hmm. my Facebook page, so All you right. can find my page is Miss Norma. Or my personal um, account is Nomalangandrofu. So we're going to be doing some um, interview tips, how to answer questions whenever mm. you're being interviewed, mm. how what to say when you're attending a networking event, and how to be confident. You know, because I think for me that's one of that's one thing that's very important. A lot of people lack confidence, and yeah, if you're not if you're not confident, you cannot express your ideas. Mm. You know, you cannot stand out mm. in anything. So. In a crowd of 20 people, you need to be able to go out there, define what you want and go out there and grab it. And for me, that's what I want people. I mean, that's what I, every time I wake up in the morning, that's what I want to do to help somebody to discover themselves and for them to go out there and get what they want to do. So let's do it. Let's do it. And isn't it amazing when you're in a space where someone is so confident, when they walk in, they're like, you feel them. Exactly. They ooze confident. Mm. And then you sort of like, you're like, what do they do? <laughs> what do they do? Exactly. And then uh, sometimes also because their 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 presence sort of like affects you that you start mm. you know you hear those people that don't like you yourself, yeah. uh, and then you don't you don't even know why they don't like mm. you. But then when you uh, later on when you go through their personal you know experiences you find out no this person lacks self esteem. Exactly. So when they see you popping out like that the same is normal coming in and she's got so much confidence. To them, it affects them negatively, yeah. and they start hating yeah. you for your positive. Exactly. And of which, you know what? Every like, whenever we do like our training sessions, I always say to people that each and every person is different. Mm. You can never be me. I can never be you. But exactly. you need to come to a place where you define who you are as mm. a person. Mm. And once you've clearly defined that person in your mind, it's easy for you now to start taking the you know taking the the necessary steps mm-hmm. to move towards that person but when you try to be normal you can never be normal yeah you can only yeah, be yourself you can never speak like me you can never walk like me i can never be like you so yeah. it's all about discovering what discovering that special thing about you and moving mm-hmm. towards it so mm-hmm. definitely that's a plus i'll definitely we'll come and talk about that a bit yeah more so are you, are you going to give some sentences to some of these presidential candidates possibly when they've come definitely president. definitely I would love to I would love to I hope when they listen you know they can give me a shout you know for some time. well I'll make sure I take one, some of them because they follow me on uh, social media so oh, cool, I'll take them cool, and then, cool, cool. besides the president of Zimbabwe doesn't follow me <laughs> <laughs> but some of these uh, presidential yeah, candidates they, they follow, follow me oh, so cool. I'll make sure that I take them and then let them know that there's someone who can teach you to speak oh yeah oh yeah not even to my little yeah Someone <laughs> that I saw and they're going to be campaigning or they're yeah. campaigning to be president of Zimbabwe. Mm. So, um, Miss Norma, where do you get a hold of you? Right, you can find me on Miss Norma Facebook page or mm-hmm. my personal account, Nomala Langovu, or you can find me on Instagram, Miss Norma Speaking Coach, mm-hmm. and I'm also on Twitter as Miss Norma Langa, mm-hmm. or you can send me an email address on Nomala at iCloud.com. 
Miss Noma, thank you so much for making time. It's such thank a pleasure you, to have thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be on the Gilmer TV Live. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And make sure that you get a hold of us on all social media platforms. The station's uh, Twitter handle is at clipcentral.com. And you can also get a hold of me at Gilmer TWE and also hashtag GTWE Vibe. <laughs>
This is CliffCentral.com.